Cigar City Radio is sponsored by No Clubs and StateMedia.com. Find out about upcoming concerts in Tampa Bay by visiting StateMedia.com and tagging No Clubs on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Use the hashtag WeAreConcerts. So here's what No Clubs has coming up. Saturday, November 2nd, a sold-out show with the neighborhood Slow Hollows and Claude at the Ritz Ebor. Sunday, November 3rd, Scotty Sire with Sunreal, Toddy Smith featuring Bruce Wagner and Chris Bloom, the What's Going On Tour at the Orpheum. Tuesday, November 5th, Stiff Little Fingers, the Inflammable Material Tour at the Orpheum. Wednesday, November 6th, Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls come to the Palladium at SPC. Thursday, November 7th, Thievery Corporation and Carl Denson's Tiny Universe at the Ritz. Thursday, November 14th, Third Eye Blind on the Screamer Tour with Small Pools. That's at Janus Live. Friday, November 15th, Pink Talking Fish and Runaway Gin at the Orpheum. Sunday, November 17th, another sold-out show. The Noise presents Water Parks, the Fandom Tour with Young Pinch. That's at the Orpheum. Sunday, November 17th, Sirius XM presents the Octane Accelerator Tour featuring Ice Nine Kills, Fit for a King, Light the Torch, Make Them Suffer, and Awake at Last. That sound like some pretty heavy-hitting bands, I'm just saying. That's at the Ritz Ebor. For tickets to those shows and to see the upcoming shows in the Tampa Bay area, head to statemedia.com. Welcome to Cigar City Radio. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, Mr. Jason Solanez. Our guest on this episode is Mystery Skulls. Mystery Skulls is the solo project of musician, DJ, singer-songwriter, and record producer Louis Dubuc. Mystery Skulls released their debut album, Forever, on Warner Brothers Records, features collabs with Nile Rodgers and Brandy. His newest album, Back to Life, was released in April 2019. He's on tour now in the U.S., and then he's heading to the U.K. I made the mistake of uh, not checking his IMDb page before interviewing him actually before this podcast because Luis is also a voice actor uh, he's in Dragon Ball Super and he's also the voice of Pedro in the animated movie Salma's Big Wish and he has his own Mystery Skulls animated production and he does a whole lot of cool stuff which uh, we kind of get into in the very unique and interesting interview uh, big shout out to our friend Melissa Adams for hooking this one up she's the homie and she's tour manager for Mystery Skulls Follow him on Instagram at Mystery Skulls. So here it is, Mystery Skulls. Good, good, good intro. Good way to start. So it's a, it's a beautiful Friday evening in Tampa, Florida. Right, we're in Ybor City, Florida. We're hanging out with Lewis from Mystery Skulls, who's the head skull. Right, that's that, that's what I learned recently. I didn't. I actually, to be honest, I didn't realize that you were just you. You know, I thought it was like a whole, you know, whole thing. But I learned that it's no, it's you are the man. You are the Mystery Skulls. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
How long have you been the Mystery Skulls? Uh, I started in 2011. Yeah. Yeah. And then you kind of like jumped out the gate with like, you know, I, I remember like I had your I had your debut record on on vinyl, which is funny. Um, because people still buy vinyl. That's a thing. I love it. Yeah. And uh, you kind of jumped out the gate like with, uh, you know, Warner Brothers, like major label thing. And then now, like, you know, you've gone like super indie, you know, which like most people do the opposite. Most people start indie and then jump to the major label. But you were like, fuck that. Why? Um, you know, it was cool. It was an opportunity yeah. to do something interesting and I'm glad I did it. It was great. I got to work with some really cool people and yeah. have really interesting experiences. I may never have worked with Brandy. Yeah. If I, like if I was just some random dude, you know, she wouldn't have ripped me back. But at that time there was resources in place for yeah. me to like. When somebody like that calls, then they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah we can so, make that happen. So it was lovely. Like it's been cool. And then like to get to go independent, like I feel like it was a blessing. Like, cause being in that system, like it was really tight for like some of the experiences but they weren't really doing much for me sure yeah, so yeah. like beyond that so like um it was cool to just get to put on my own records and and kind of make my own timeline and it's been nice yeah and i think that's like you know i, I talk to artists all the time about that about how like you know you really in this music era you know like in this in this stage of music right now you don't really need a label you know you don't need you know and i'm not saying anything bad about labels because like you said they offered a lot of great opportunities for you and they do a lot for artists but like you know back in the day you needed a label to like bang on doors and get your stuff into fye and tower records and now there's no fye or tower records you know you can send something to people instantly you know so why you know what's the point of the label that's that's what i always said yeah man. you know that's cool that's cool and so the new record's called back to life so were you dead before? Is that the deal? Was I dead before? Yeah. Because <laughs> um, now you're back to life. So I'm, I'm assuming it's thematic. I know? mean, it's just an album name, ma'am. <laughs> okay. Am I reading too much into it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it just, I suppose it's a, sim it's a symbol symbolic of, yeah. um, of getting to, like I said, getting to make my own timeline and put out my own records and write my own songs and yeah. And, you know, it was nice. I didn't have those freedoms for a minute, you know, like, even though, I, like I said, there was opportunities. I was definitely like sort of, I don't know, it felt like I was on ice. I got to do one tour every two years and it was like a week long, you yeah. know, and, and other than that, I just sat around. So uh, it's nice to get to like, you know, symbolically come back to life. Yeah, that's cool. So, so yeah, cause you took some time off too, right? To like really like work on this record. Uh, or did you just go, did you, have you been working on this for a while? Yeah. No, it's crazy. The whole record came together like in a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was crazy. Um, it, it was, it, it, it was very quick. Yeah. So you just went in and did it. Yeah. I have a little studio at home. Wow. And so sometimes I'll just go in there and, and I'll sit and it's like, I'm, it's, if I'm a painter, you know, I'm making lots of paintings all the time, but they may not be masterpieces. But then sometimes if I can get like a good run. I can do a bunch of masterpieces in a row. You just, I gotta get lucky and yeah, and it happened. So, but I look for that. So. That's that's a good way of looking at it. So, like, are you are you kind of like a process guy? Like, do you go in and just do it every day, every day, every yeah. day? Yeah, all the time. Wow. And then like, I'll weed through what I have, and then like I'll I'll see what's dope, and then I'll work on that a little more, and then take it across the finish line. But it's 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 nice. It's it's a good way of working because it keeps me busy. Yeah. And I'm always working, so I'm always like, active. Um, 
and there's less pressure. Yeah, that's cool. Cause and then like you said, now you kind of have the freedom to set your own timelines like that. So I know like you just dropped another single far away. So yeah, like, you know, was that something you just put together quickly too? Yeah, like it's just like it, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's very nice to be able to work this way and to not have to ask permission and and to just be able to say I want to release a song tomorrow. Oh, there it is. And, yeah, and it's good. I think it's good for the fans because I've said before there's like there's like two modes of thought with music creation. I mean, there's probably more than two, but the two main ones that I can see is like, there's like aged wine, you know, and that means you just work on it and you age in it. And the other one is, you know, is the fresh donut approach. And that means you're like, you just made these little donuts. Yeah, it's right out of the oven, you know? Yeah. And I think like some genres do that better. And that's why some genres are, I think basically what we're describing is immediacy. Yeah. And so like, if I let the immediacy come through the music, I think it creates a much more palatable, um, expression and communication with the listener um, versus like sort of like working away at it for so much time. So um, anyways. Uh, no, that's amazing. That's right on. And, and I know like you've kind of let the fans in on the process recently too. Like you stream on, you know, YouTube and stuff and kind of show them what you're doing as you're doing it. Yeah, that was really dope. Like uh, that, that's been really lovely. Like um, a bunch of the songs on Back to Life I wrote on web streams. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so like it's so, so people like really saw it happen. Yeah, and it was cool too because like I think like there's something like I've said before where like like if I was just like left to my own devices, I'm just gonna like play around. But like if someone was sitting behind me, you know, then I would try harder and I wouldn't fuck around as much. So I try to pretend like Rick Rubin is in the studio behind me. Yeah. And then he stood right behind me. And then I got to be really, really, really good. And so I pretend that that's what's happening. And then there's also all my most hardcore fans watching me. And so I got to make something really good. It's got to be dope. Here you go. One, two, three, go. And I think it's cool. It's like it really takes it takes the me out of the equation and makes it more about the art. Yeah. And so in that sense, it's it's nice. It's been really good. Like just thinking about it that way. Well, that's, I didn't, you know, I didn't even think about the like performance aspect of that, that like, yeah, you'd have to, you ha- you're basically on, yeah, but, you're, but, it's while, yeah, yeah, but it's while you're creating. Yeah. So that's, that's a tough dichotomy to live with. It's, but it's cool though. Cause then like in that sense as well, like all the songs that I did on those streams, I was technically performing. And then when I perform them live in front of people, I'm still technically performing. So it's not like taking something introspective and bring it to the stage. It's like taking something that's already like out there and then just bring it to the stage. So it's much easier. Do you feel like the songs evolve over time since you're kind of, you know, are you are you working on them or, or once you have the idea down, it's down? Um, it just depends on the mm-hmm. song and the idea, but like I'm, I'm really fluid. Like I'll try a million different songwriting methods to get songs. Like there's not like one thing I do. That's cool. That's super cool. And then do you, do you kind of work that out on stage too, or just like by the time it's by the time you're on stage, it's it's ready? Yeah, yeah. By the time I'm on stage, it's ready. But like I still play, you know, and like I have um, I have like I have different tools on stage which allow me to um, augment the tracks mm-hmm. to be faster, to have more percussive elements, to have more drum elements, to have anything. Like I can literally create and make a track sound. L- just different live so it's when people come to the shows you know they're seeing the songs they love 
but they're seeing them in a new light sometimes. And that really provides like a unique experience that when people go home, they, they love it. And I'm thankful for that. It's been cool. So I fell into that. I didn't always have that. So that's cool. How do you think, how do you think you fell into it? Um, it's just evolving it yeah. and like wanting to do more simply. So just pushing yourself to make it happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that way it's, you know, it's, it's, it's special. And the person, you know, if they love the song and it's already hype, then they're hearing it. And now it's like faster and has more elements that aren't on the record and it sounds different but it's still the song they love. Yeah. And I think that makes it like a unique thing. Like that's not, you can't go to Spotify and hear that version. Yeah. But that's what makes, you know, that's the whole point of coming out to a live show. Yes. You know, and yes. that, that's interesting. Cause I come from like, you know, I come from like the punk indie rock scene, you know? So for me, live shows, like I love when bands change stuff up and I love when they like add on to things or, you know, they go on and jam on a solo for something like that. But I feel like with more like synth bass, like electronic music, oftentimes you can't get that because it has to kind of be sequenced in advance, you know? So that's cool that you're able to like keep it fresh and keep it moving. Yeah, man. You know? And like, sometimes like I'll have like my set list that I'll just make my own and it's just, I'll do different orders and make, mix something into something else. And last night I played two songs I never play so it was, oh, just, wow. it was just a great show and the crowd was really great um, shout out Greenville South Carolina yeah, I was say, where were you last you yeah, in Greenville if, if, yeah. oh man so you drove from Greenville here today well I didn't physically drive oh, well I know you didn't but. my lifeless body rode down the highway <laughs> in a near comatose state while another man who was my friend drove it's great when somebody else can drive yeah that's a really nice it's really thing. great yeah it's amazing how fast you travel you know, like it's like in your head, it was like, oh, you got from Greenville to Tampa in no time, but yeah, sure it was different driving. Yeah, 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 totally. It's crazy. It's crazy. And the dream demons, they can't get you while you're moving. So that's a trick. Uh, ah, I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. That's a Mad Max. That's a Mad Max hack. <laughs> so there are no shadow people when you're flying down the highway. Minute I get home though, shadow people. Sh shadow people. Is that something you have to deal with often? Is shadow people? It may be. You know, I feel that. Yeah. I, I don't, I thankfully don't really have to deal with shadow people, but I think it's because my dog keeps them at bay. Is that? Yeah, they do that. Yeah. That's, do that's that. it. Why don't you bring a dog on the road with you? Then? Well, I guess you don't have, you don't have say, shadow people on the road. Flying, yeah. There's no shadows. Ah, I see. I see. They can't that. go fast enough. Yeah, that makes sense. So tell me about. Shout out to all my people with sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah. Shadow people. <laughs> so tell me about your uh, tour manager, Melissa. Because I've known Melissa for a long time. Did, did she tell you this? Yes. Did she give you the rundown? No. Yeah. When I found out she was going on the road with you, I was like, that's fucking dope because Mystery Schools is dope and Thank Melissa you, is dope. So it's cool. So has she been treating you all right? Yeah, she's been great. This is the second tour we've done together and she's been great. Yeah. She's part of Team I saw Sports. her out there setting up the step and repeat for the meet and greet. Got to have it. Yeah. Got she, to have it. No, she, that's essential. Right now she's hanging out with her parents though. Okay. <laughs> You're giving the people at home the nitty gritty. Yeah, no, I want people to know the, yeah. the, the story. Let, let them know what she had for lunch. What did she have for lunch? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. Okay. You would know because you, you've, you've been hanging out with her for so long. No, I don't know what she had for lunch. I don't know. What did you have for lunch? I went to, um, I went to this really nice restaurant. It was five stars. It was up on the hill. And I had caviar and salmon. Uh -huh. and lobster and um it was delicious it was delicious and uh it was really nice it was really nice it was a huge it was a golf course and like 
It's a really big building. Where is this? It was a, it was on the hill. It was okay. up on the hill. Um, like on the in the biggest the biggest restaurant on the on the biggest hill right at the end there. That's where I was. Okay. And uh, it was cool. It was cool, you know. Um, I have friends around here and uh, my friend has a Rolls Royce and so we took the Rolls. Oh, okay, all right. It was nice, you know. I like caviar. I like nice things. I didn't know you were like so you, I didn't know you were living that like Rick Ross lifestyle, you know. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like so. just just the finest things for Who the you. fuck you think you're fucking with? I'm the fucking boss. <laughs> I <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought I was just hanging out with, you know, some some somebody. It was just a dope lunch. I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so like the just, dopest lunch just, of all just time. Just letting you know. So that's amazing. Yeah, it's good. It's a good tour. It's a healthy life. Yeah. You know, we're living and uh, the shows have been really good and I'm I'm happy. This is my first time in Florida. Really? Um, yeah, well, I, I got to play here once uh, in Miami. Okay. Um, it was really tight. I played uh, our Basil for Basil Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so this stuff. is my first time coming back to play, you know, the normal venues. Right, um, right. But it was cool. It was dope. Diddy was there. He did donuts and a Lamborghini. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, I opened for Brodinski. Travis Scott played, a um, ton of other people played. That's pretty rad. Hell yeah, it was rad. Gasoffelstein yeah. headlined. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it was. That dope. was at Our Basil. It was well. It was Our Basil, but the event was called Basil Castle. Okay, that sounds dope. Yeah, it was really dope. Miami is one of those kinds of places where like you can go for like a day or so, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be there much longer. You know what I mean? It's like one of those places where it's great to like go and like party for a couple days and then get the fuck out of Miami. <laughs> you know? Yes. Word. That, I yeah. mean, I, I, my experience there was so limited, but so you, that sounds about so right. You, yeah, so you did it the right way. You yes. just went, you hung out with Diddy, and it was crazy. You know, you did donuts in the parking lot. Well, I, I witnessed it. I witnessed you, okay, it. you witnessed it. Witnessed it. it. Diddy didn't like open up the the suicide doors and like, hey, Lewis, come on, you know, to hop in. Maybe not that time. Maybe not that time. <laughs> that time. At that time, I was just starting out. I was like, it was different. It was before my album come out, okay. so people didn't know who I was really. They knew that I was on a show. And, but that was it. So people were nice. They were like nice to me, but like it wasn't like it wasn't like anything. I just had some some stuff, you know. People I, didn't understand yet. Well, the the album hadn't come out yet, so like it was just like internet stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but that internet stuff would, can be super powerful. Oh, agreed. But it would be different now. You know, it would be different now. So yeah. Let me know. Shout out our Basil. Yeah, Mystery it, Skulls Mystery coming Skulls back twenty twenty. That would be cool. Yeah. And you could do like maybe you could do like an art installation for it. Yes, you know because I know you like really do a lot of visual stuff in the show too. I'm yes. excited to check that out tonight. Yes. So to tell me a little bit about that that process. Uh, well, the run by a good friend Spencer, who's right over here. Hi, Spencer. And uh, and Spencer does a great job, and he runs a software called Modulate. Okay. And um, and he runs this light show for you know that really goes with the music. And it's um, it's more thematic than anything. It's suggestive. It's um, hypnotic. Okay. And it's beautiful. And that's it. So it's it's not one of those things where you come and there's like, it's it's to shock you or whatever. It's just it's beautiful rays of light refracting through haze or smoke or what have you. Ah. So I thought, you know, I didn't know if you'd mix in some of like the Mystery Skulls animated stuff into it, or no, if it's 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 really just about the live experience. Yeah, that would be that would be different. And and that being said, like there is a plan to like 
perhaps mix some of that in the future. Like we're talking about doing a tour in the future with Mystery Ben, okay. and that and that may be something that we do then, of course. But for the moment, no, we're definitely doing this really cool kind of psychedelic light show. And who who does the animated stuff? Like because it's it's super super high quality. Yes, like I could see that shit on Netflix and be like, yeah, I would watch this. Dope. Uh, well, it's a guy, it's a guy named Mystery Ben. Okay, he's uh he's from Austin. I met him when I used to live in Texas and he's really nice and um, he's been making those videos for years and they're doing really well. So it's really good and I love it. I'm proud of it. Proud to be a part of it. That's cool. So it's like, is that, are you into that? Are you into like animated anime and yeah, like I'm also a voice actor and I'm in an animated movie. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. It comes out November 1st. So what's the so am I into animation? Yes, yeah. that's how you know you were literally in animation. Yes, I even sang a song on Dragon Ball Super. What? Yeah, for twelve episodes. Do your research. Run, I, I didn't know. How are you going to interview me and not know this? I didn't. I you didn't could know look this, at the man. Instagram and you could see that uh, I was I, I, I was in an animation. No, movie. I failed, man. I really did. I really did. I should have put some respect. On I, my I, name. I see. I listen to the tunes and I'm put all about that. But I don't know. I don't know anything about your this anime life you live. I didn't know. Tell me more about it. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Shit. So you're so you're an actual voice actor then? Yes. Tell me like what's the anime? Like what's what's the deal? There's a movie coming out on November first. It's called Salma's Big Wish. Okay. Um it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. It's um produced by Studio Mexico. Okay. And uh they released it there in Spanish first. Um and I'm the English voice of the character Pedro. And it's cool. Um, my song is in the movie and it's in the trailer and it's also at the end of the movie. So it's heavily featured. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's the Back to Life song. Okay, great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I also sang it in Spanish for the Spanish release. And then the other day we heard someone else sang it in French. So they're making different versions of it for all over the world. That's amazing. It's a beautiful movie. It's a beautiful movie. And I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it. And how did that come about? Did you, they ask you? Uh, yeah, well, I, I like, I, I wanted to be in voice acting. Like I had some time and I knew that I, I liked doing funny voices. And then I took lessons from a man, this, this wonderful man. And, um, and I worked on it for, it literally took two years. And then I took lessons. I, I was never an actor or anything. So yeah. I like took lessons and then got decently good at it and then did a hundred auditions before I got one. It was, I remember counting it up. I looked at my email once and it really was, it was like 93 auditions that I didn't get wow. before I got one that I did get. Yeah, so that's how it is. That's how it was. So it was tight and it's it's cool and it comes out November 1st, Salma's Big Wish. Salma's Big Wish. Yeah, it's gonna be streaming. I know it's already like out in theaters and like other places like, like, uh, like it's out in Russia and in like Turkey and Lebanon and all these crazy places, but okay. it's, gonna be, it's gonna be different places all over the, all over the, all over the earth. That's super ratchet. I don't know about that. It's just <laughs> no, it is. But it's That's a beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. It's a beautiful yeah. movie. Very cool. Very cool. Man, I had no idea. I now, just you now know. you know, and That's now really and cool. now the people know. Now the, now everyone knows. Everybody knows. So what what's the one thing you said you had to, you you took lessons for for your voice acting? Like what's the one? What's the secret? Like what's the one thing that you learned that's been super valuable in your development as a voice actor? Uh, I would just say it's consistency to just be consistent and to just always play and have fun and and to just make it fun you know you you're taking a character on a screen you're bringing it to life so 
that would be the, that would be the secret. Huh. That that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like you can you can apply that to a lot of like performance based stuff, you know, like you want to bring bring the character to life. Do you feel like you you're kind of a character at times in mystery skulls or are people seeing the real you? That, that's a great question. No, it's definitely me. Yeah. Yeah, it's an expression of, of myself for sure. Okay. That's cool. And I, I think I, I think I get that vibe and I think that's why like, you know, you have a lot of fans that are drawn to you because like I you feel like somebody that like I would hang out with, you oh, know. Thanks, man. And like, you know, like Melissa told me you like wrestling. I, I, I do. Yeah, I just I went to an NXT house show like last night, so I'm on this like wrestling high where I'm like that's all I want to talk about. Nice. So, I mean, do, are you like actually into wrestling or like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had like, I grew up being a fan, and uh, again, I mean, I'm not gonna like go too ham on you, but like, I had a song in WWE 2K15 oh. soundtrack picked by John Cena himself. Shit. Yeah. So Cena's uh, from around here. Yeah, right. He I lives, do. He lives man. pretty close by. I do. I have a friend that's been to his house. There's no shit. Yeah, but point i'm making is yeah i mean i'm into wrestling yeah uh i did like a crazy event i got to meet sting once no shit yeah i also like went to this other event we got to meet daniel bryan and it was dope like some of the people one of the person walked down the at that event like they walked down the aisle to my music it was really beautiful that's super rad yes it was dope that is awesome so I, i like wrestling man yeah that's cool who are you who's your like mount rushmore of wrestling that's why i love asking wrestling fans this like I mean, I'd really have to think about that. That's a that's a big Let's question. Let's think about it. Let's walk through it. Um, Mount Rushmore of wrestling. I mean, but it's just as my personal Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some, someone yeah. I built in the backyard. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, no, but like the real Mount Rushmore of wrestling would be Bret the Hitman Hart. Good, good choice. Sting. Okay. Like crow sting, not surfer sting. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Like the the black and white sting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. Andre the Giant. And then just for fun, I guess we got to put, you know, Hulk Hogan on. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so you're going old school. Yeah. Like nobody from like the Attitude Era. Like no Shawn Michaels. No. I hated Shawn Michaels. You hated Shawn Michaels. I still do. Why? He seems insincere to me. Really? And, yeah, and I, I bought the DVD with him and Bret Hart, and they're doing this interview. Yeah, don't. And yeah. like, and it was cool. Like, Bret was like really like, um, I don't know. It was Bret seemed more real than Sean. But I mean, hey, I'm just some random dude. Like, no, what, no, what, no, what do I, I know? What do I, I know? I don't disagree. I just don't. I just never liked Shawn Michaels, but that's fine. I mean, I, what does it matter? Yeah, I see. I was the opposite. Like, I loved Shawn Michaels. I loved his like how much of a showman he was. You know? Yeah, but. I, I now, knowing what I know now, you know, now I'm like, okay, yeah, Shawn Michaels is probably kind of a dick, you know. I just know that, like, as, like the, as, the, as the character, like, I don't know, man. I've just never got into it. That's weird. Uh, uh, but, yeah, but Hogan you're into. Well, or are you just saying that he he should just You asked there. for the Mount Rushmore. So I, I asked gave for you, your I gave you the Mount I gave I wanted, you the Mount Rushmore. I wanted your Mount Rushmore, though. Like Hogan's, if that, Hogan's not your guy, don't put him on the Mount Rushmore. You know what I'm saying? I just gave you the Mount Rushmore. Okay, okay. Of all wrestling, of the all best wrestling wrestlers of all, of all time. Oh, well, that's a different. Are Bret the Hitman Hart, Sting, okay, Andre the Giant, and Hulk Hogan. That is the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. All right. And if you put I, Triple H on there, or Ultimate Warrior, or some other fucking randoms, it's not the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. 
That makes so. I, yeah. I gave you the I gave you the four. Then who are you? Who who are your guys? That's the guys. Really? Yeah. That's the guys. You don't you, have like one guy that you just like you just loved. One guy that I just loved. Yeah. I mean, what is that? Like the just the guy that like you know you know nobody else got this guy but you're just all about it. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. In it to win it. It's what? I'm in it to win it. You're in it to win it. So you're just going top dogs, best of the best. What that's, else is that's, there? That's your style. That's what why you're wearing a, are you wearing a man chest, man you What shirt? else is there? So you're just going for the winners all the time? Are you a Patriots fan? I don't, I don't follow that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's fair. That's fair enough. So what's next for Mystery School? So you just dropped far away. Yep. I got, uh, I got a UK tour coming up in November. Oh, right on. It's my very first one. Um, and then I'm going to work on a, work on some music and then we'll see what happens in the new year. Right on. So you, so you, you're just, you're just doing it then. Yeah. I got stuff planned, you know, but like nothing ready to announce necessarily right now. So, but I'm working towards stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And how, when's the UK tour? Is it before the end of the year or? Yeah. It's in November. It's the middle of November. Okay. Hitting any, any spots you're excited about? Yeah. The whole, the whole, the whole country. I'm excited. Yep. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I did a, I was on a UK tour a couple years ago and my favorite spot was Brighton. You've been, a, you're, you, this is your first time going over there. So I uh, know I've been over there, just not on tour. Oh, it's not on tour. Yeah. Yeah. I was all about Brighton. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Boardwalk. Yeah, exactly. It's a beach town. It kind of feels, feels a little bit like this. It's yes. Yeah. So what's your, what's your initial impressions of Tampa before we wrap? It's nice. I like the, the people. It's very lovely. I had a great time. Um, it looks nice, you know. I love the beautiful view, and it's a lovely day, and it's just like these beautiful rays coming down into the bus, and I love it, man. It's just really nice. It's yeah. really nice. Like Have it's you... really, really nice. <laughs> Is it nice? It's so nice. It's so nice. Yeah. But yeah. It's all right. It's dope. It's all right. It's dope.